Welcome to Last God Standing. I'm Teresa. I'm Danny. <laughs> and this week we have our guest is Max. Hi. Hi. There he is. Ma- Max is our celebrity guest star. He um he has how many podcasts do you have now? Two. Two. Would you like to share them? Absolutely. I have one. Uh, I, okay. And you've been on one of them. You've been on, well. I've been on both of them. Both of them, yes. Both of okay. them. But you didn't go by Danny on one of them. No. So listen no. to every episode and find it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the one is uh, Off the Cuffs, a Kink and BDSM podcast that is a podcast about alternative sexualities that I co-host with. Uh, Dick Wound, Intellectual Romance, and uh, every week we have somebody else on from the kink, fetish, uh, swing, BDSM, uh, or sex ed community come and we just talk about uh, sexuality. It's not as titillating as you think, Mm -hmm. Um, because people think, oh, you're just talking about sex for an hour. We're really more talking about sexuality, Um, but it's titillating enough. Um, And... Um, after four years of doing that, um, and my co-host having his own podcast that he was doing, which is storytelling, I'll plug that too. That's being there. Um, also a great podcast. I was on that one. Um, I decided that I wanted to do a podcast about professional wrestling. So myself and former, uh, uh, announcer for the global wrestling federation, Craig Johnson, uh, we bring on a guest who typically doesn't watch wrestling every week, and we talk about a wrestling show with them, and that's fun too. I was on the first episode. You were. I can't be on any of your we shows. About Beach Blast '92, if I recall. Beach Blast '92. Yeah. Unbelievable. What did you? Say? I said I can't be on either show. I'm way too vanilla, and I watch wrestling. <laughs> You can still be on uh, WKIF. I didn't mention the name of my podcast. It's the WKIF Wrestling Network. Uh, you can still be on that one, even if you do watch wrestling, because we've had wrestling people on. So Perhaps um, you'd like to explain yes. how I thought the Rockers were attractive in the 80s. Oh, those mullets. Hot. Gone for days. <laughs> and Marty Jannetty apparently murdered somebody. Have you seen this? No way! Oh, now that got, that got a little bit more interesting. Yeah. That's, That's sexy. Been all over wrestling social media uh, the past eh, few days. He uh, posted something somewhere where he confessed to murdering somebody as a teenager, and most people don't believe it, but the cops are investigating. So, oh my god! Oh my god! Rest assured, the Google will be on fire an hour from now. Okay. <laughs> and, and my text to my brother, being like, "Oh my god!" Did you just text your brother? <laughs> no, but I can't wait to text him. <laughs> so, Max, this is—is is this our finals or semifinals? This is quarter our quarterfinals. Quarterfinals. Whatever. Yeah. I don't understand sports. Elite. Eight. Um, <laughs> so this is the what? The, the elite eight. Uh, 16. The oh, the sweet 16, okay. Yes. So we are down to, today we are going to do Demeter and Hephaestus. Okay. They will be squaring off. Um, you don't have to know anything about either deity. Good. Um, I know. <laughs> That's our job. But Teresa and I will give like a very brief rundown of each of the deities. Okay. You can ask questions. You can make comments. You can heckle them. Whatever you want to do. Okay. And in the end... It's up to you who goes to the next round. 
I will give you an example. My daughter was on the show and she based it purely on what was it? The drink that would be served in the bar based on them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's what it narrowed down to. (laughs) So there's like no rules. (laughs) I hate to say it about your daughter as well, but she. Oh, she was a dirty guest. Seemed a little hornier than usual. So she went with Poseidon, who is also a little hornier than usual. (laughs) She she explained some things that could have been on your podcast, Matt. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I was a little stunned. <laughs> I was like, oh, and but Teresa and I are like, what does that word mean? What does that word? And then we were immediately sorry we asked. <laughs> uh, so that's going, it. My son is going off to college in oh two days, actually. Aww. I had to call him last week and, and give him the drinking and sex lectures, so that's uncomfortable for both of us. <laughs> Did he go, I know, Dad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He was receptive. But it was I got you. <laughs> I used to let Teresa be the um, the modest Mary when it came to my daughter. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah, Teresa usually was the one clutching her pearls. I let her do it. Can you imagine? I'm like, this old slut was like, oh, don't. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Teresa, do you want to go first? Okay. Uh, the god I am presenting to you is Hephaestus. Have you ever heard of why him? Do you have a paint- uh, why do you have a paintbrush in your hand? Because it sounds familiar, but I can't. He is the god of fire. In Rome, he would have been Vulcan. Uh, they say that his birth was conceived by Hera alone as revenge for Zeus birthing Athena alone. Okay. So it was a little, uh, oh yeah, I can do it too. <laughs> Here, I made this one. Uh, but she was like, he is extremely ugly though. <laughs> we do not like that here. <laughs> so, uh, they kicked him off the mountain and he fell down to where his workshop is because he... Uh, forges weaponry and that kind of thing. Oh, this is this is Vulcan in the Roman pantheon. Yes. Okay. Uh, he made their dwellings. He made all the the brothers, the three brothers, uh, Zeus, Poseidon, and Hades, get a lightning bolt, trident, and invisible crown, respectively. Helm. 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 Uh, so he makes those, which is nice. Uh, but he's a salty, salty god. He is married to <laughs> the goddess of love, Aphrodite, or Venus. And uh, she cheats on him a lot with Ares, the, the god of war. <laughs> and amongst others, but that's the real salt right. in the wound, I suppose. Uh, he's also now, mad. Is he the one... Yeah. Is he the one where she has to go for six months of the year and live with somebody else? No, no that's Persephone. But Fantastic. ironically, that's Demeter's daughter, the one okay. that I'm going to talk about. Okay. Uh, You're so close. <laughs> very close. Uh, Thank you. Hephaestus did not appreciate that Hera <laughs> didn't like him for being ugly. So he, right. he made her golden thrones for Zeus and Hera. Yes. Okay. And, I remember this now. Yeah, it, uh, it binds Hera to her her throne with invisible feathers. And the other gods 
begged him to let her go. He's like, they were like, oh my God, you have to let her go. I cannot believe you are tying her to this chair. And he said, I have no mother. Wow. <laughs> Which is very cold. Eventually Dionysus gets him drunk and he lets her go. <laughs> they were like, somebody call Dionysus because this is not going to end. <laughs> not ever. I have no mother. I have no mother. <laughs> Terrific. <laughs> now, I, I know I know the stories were written over like hundreds of years and they were always changed and, you know, always fluid. So is this one of those things where sometimes mortal alcohol works on the gods and sometimes it doesn't? Well, no, because okay. Dionysus, Dionysus is actually the god of the grape, the wine. Right. And his whole thing is when you drink his wine... Um, he can possess you. Okay. So yeah, it's not it's not a matter of mortal things. It's more a matter of that's why they call Dionysus in. Okay. They were like, "That's a good question." Though. Yeah. <laughs> Get some godly booze going. We have got to do something. <laughs> no, we need god booze. God booze. <laughs> god booze. Uh, another one of his revenge plots. His always go off well. Like. Other people try plots in in the Pantheon and they fail or they mess it up and they're like, oops, I did that wrong. Now I have to be punished for a decade or whatever. Uh, But he knows that his wife is sleeping with Ares. So he springs a trap on them that catches them in a very compromised position. And I don't know what position it was because they don't tell you. But I like to believe that somebody was getting pegged there and nice he let the bed raise all the way up to the top of the mountain so everybody could see and then point (laughs) and they were like don't you think it's enough and they were like he was like i do not (laughs) (laughs) well he had them didn't he have like a chain over them or something right like a net yeah the golden net they couldn't get up they couldn't get up I'm imagining a Rube Goldberg thing, you know, a lot of levers and, you know. (laughs) That's a good... He's like, I'll show them. (laughs) He showed them all right. Well, in exchange Uh for freeing them, uh, Aphrodite had asked Poseidon to convince Hephaestus to let them go, which he does. In exchange, Aphrodite agrees to sleep with Poseidon. And you can easily sway Poseidon into doing something if you promise him sex. Okay. Every time. <laughs> Every time. She I probably said twice. <laughs> oh, that's Triton, yeah. And they do have kids out of it, so I don't remember which ones because that's not this topic. But <laughs> <laughs> they've been, uh, Maybe hippocampi or unicorns or something. Don't forget the best story. I'm like, I feel like I told him the best. Oh, is it that he makes the box or uh, jar for Pandora? No. Didn't he try to seduce Athena? <gasps> Did he? Do I have this written down here? Let's see. Yes. Let's see. Percy Jackson. Oh, yeah, he did. Uh, Athena visited uh, Hephaestus to request weapons. And Hephaestus was so overcome by desire, uh, a revenge spell put on him by Aphrodite, that he tried to seduce her <laughs> in his workshop. And Athena what, fought him off. She was like, oh my god, no. 
And in the struggle, <laughs> this is the best story. In the struggle, some of Hephaestus's semen hit her leg. Yeah. I know. She was uh, disgusted. I'm not sure. happy. She was like, oh, God, yuck. Wipes it off with a scrap of wool and flung it onto the earth. And out of that, uh, Eric, Th- yeah, Eric Thonius was born from that very semen. Because uh, then it became Gaia's baby. Right. Gaia adopted it <laughs> because they were both like, I don't know, goodbye. And yeah, and so that's what happened. He, he came on her leg before he even got there. And she was like, disgusting. <laughs> Also, make me some arrows. <laughs> I still think that's the best story. <laughs> Although, to be fair, I, I do remember when we talked about it the first time. Up until that point, Athena and him had had a really good relationship because she was like a warrior goddess. And he did make her a lot of um, it, like shield weapons. weapons. Yeah, I. but yeah. <laughs> that was a little Aphrodite hand in that. Be like, you yeah. want to chain me to a bed? We'll see about that. Guess who you're about to come on to? Literally. <laughs> Is Eric Thonius like half sheep or something? Um, no, he was yeah. just uh, some guy. Just some, some guy. guy. Like the daughter. Hephaestus of the- has come impregnated Gaia by landing on the earth. Got it. I think Athena fosters him though. Uh, Athena, wishing to raise the child in secret, placed him in a small box and made sure no one would ever find out and gave him to the daughters of Cree Crops? Sea Crops. Uh, Names we don't know. Right. Uh, Uh Uh-oh, what happened to Max? Oh, your video dropped out a second. Yeah, my video dropped, but I'm still here. Okay. Oh, that's good. No worries. Um, Hey, can I turn it on? Uh, Danny, uh, fill up some time. Yes. There. Fill up some time. I'll be right back. You always make me fill up some time and I have got nothing to say. Where are you going? Don't leave me. The oven's not going to turn itself on. <laughs> she always is cooking dinner in the middle of the podcast. <laughs> she does this to me constantly. And one time I had to sing and it was not good. All right. Well, do you have any questions about Hephaestus at this point? At this point? No. Um, I'm, I'm good. This is funny. Uh, this shows how much I remember from my public school education. Right? In the 10th grade, when we were all assigned, you know, the group project to do about the gods, my group actually had a festus. So oh, I interesting. I the video of the, the Golden Throne story. Hmm. So, yeah. Nice. Well, maybe that was... Oh, is the oven on now? The oven's on now. <laughs> Husband kindly requested that I turn on the oven... 425, except I set it at 450. Oh, boy. All right, continue on with your Hephaestus. Uh, let's see, what else do we have for him? He has a couple of temples. <clears throat> he makes Achilles' armor, Hermes's shoes, clappers for Hercules. I don't know what a clapper is. I don't remember. He made a, he made a, um, basically like a corset for Aphrodite. Oh, that yeah. That apparently made her boobs look amazing. Well, that's why. <laughs> that is what corsets do, but I think he invented the first one. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, let's see, what else do we have? Um, Hera asks him to save Achilles when he's attempted to be drowned in the Trojan War, and he does that for her. I don't know why he does anything for her. Because he's a mama's boy. Oh my goodness. <laughs> he just wants the approval of his mom. Exactly. He still wants his mama's love. 2,000 years before Freud, it was very Freud. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he is the father of Leo Valdez and Percy Jackson. Uh, he's I didn't read those. Oh, you should. They're very That's all right. Teresa is going to quote them all the time. That's right. <laughs> They're very good. Um, he's on Hercules, the legendary adventures or journeys thereof. And journeys. Journeys and Xena, Warrior Princess. Uh, he has uh, his children are the charities. The Argonauts are part of his cult. Ooh. So there you go. That's uh, that's Hephaestus. You got any Hephaestus-related questions? No, but I do, he does get a couple points in his favor for pop culture reasons. Mm. Both Xena, Warrior Princess, and Jason and the Argonauts. Mm. So, yeah. Um, even though Xena, by the end of Xena, it took place in like the weird Dungeons and Dragons world. Kill the mind, you know. <laughs> It turned into uh, a lesbian fever dream, and that's okay. Oh, it really did. Yeah. <laughs> um, yes. So, no, I'm good. Because as I was telling Danny while you were setting the oven in the 10th grade, this was actually my group project was on Hephaestus, and I had forgotten that. So <laughs> I was reminded. We did a little video of uh, the Golden Throne. So, yay. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Um, oh, who are the charities? All right. Uh, the charities, the charities Go on. are also um, called the Three Graces. Okay. Uh, they are um, human create, they, they um, look over charm, beauty, nature, human creativity, goodwill, and fertility. Uh, you know that those paintings or pictures you always see of the three women, like, in a circle, naked together? Yes, okay. Those are the charities or the three graces. Okay, thank you. Yeah. All right. So he has... Not, their so they're similar to the muses, but they're not the muses. Correct. Okay. Uh, There's only three of them. The right. muses have 12. Okay. In, uh, in his case, he was with Algia... The Charity of Grace of Beauty and Splendor, Splendor, Splendor. And they have uh, their children are considered charities, but they're not the charities. Got it. Oh, okay. So uh, Euclea is glory. Euthenia is prosperity. Euphemy is good omens. This is probably why they mix them up with the muses, because I, I don't know if they call them lesser charities, but they're just like the charities is his kids. <laughs> And uh, good omens and acclaim and philo mm. We don't practice these names ever, <laughs> ever. <laughs> <You're> getting deep. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. It's much it's more right. fun to hear us struggle. 
<laughs> All right, are you ready for some Demeter? Okay. I am ready for Demeter. All right, well, Demeter is not as salty as uh, Hephaestus. <laughs> she doesn't have as much revenge. Uh, she is one of the original um, children born of Rhea and Kronos. So she's actually a generation above Hephaestus. She had an affair with Zeus right after um, she was born. I mean, I don't weird way these, they don't have childhoods. Yeah, yeah. Um, and she had her daughter Persephone, which is, which is almost more the story. Her story with Persephone and Hades is almost more famous than Demeter is on her own, right. if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, that's the one I was talking about, right? Yes. She has to go live in the underworld during the winter time. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, so Demeter, um, had, had Persephone and actually Demeter's considered very, very powerful, um, to the point where Hera won't even fuck with her. Um, and Hera fucks with everybody who's had a kid by Zeus, right. <laughs> but because she's older, she tends to not get messed around with as much by Hera. There was a point where Poseidon uh, chased her down and she thought she could escape him by turning into a mare, not realizing that um, <laughs> Poseidon loves him some horses and he raped her. Ew. So she's she has continuously hated Poseidon, which again is odd for these stories right. because she has openly held a grudge against him. Okay. For for this all the time, and usually they don't make a point of the deities holding a grudge for things like that, okay. or even mortals. But she is she openly hates Poseidon. She will not help him. <laughs> she will not do anything for him. <laughs> she like hates his guts, which I don't blame her. <laughs> but um, so her daughter Persephone by Zeus. Mm -hmm. um, there is the, you know, there's three versions of every story. Right. So in Demeter's version. Uh, Hades just kidnaps Persephone and she's wandering the earth looking for her. In Persephone's version, Hades seduces her. In the version told by the side of Zeus and Hades, Hades actually, uh, Zeus actually promised Persephone to Hades, but didn't tell Demeter because he knew she'd be mad. <laughs> so, <laughs> so when Hades came and quote unquote took, uh, Persephone, he was doing so with Zeus's permission. So Demeter wandered the earth uh, for six months looking for, well, longer than that, looking for her daughter. And because she's the goddess of agriculture mm -hmm. and the harvest, the earth was dying because she was sad. She missed her daughter. Um, Zeus finally was like, oh my God, you know, like we have to fix this. And uh, went to go get Persephone and bring her back, but Persephone had eaten food in the underworld, which is why she has to stay for six months. She ate six pomegranate seeds. Okay. So for six months, because of this, Demeter mourns the loss of her daughter, and for six months, she's happy that her daughter's home. Um, interestingly enough, Demeter and Persephone were almost always worshipped together. Um, okay. They, they were not always worshipped as mother and daughter. Sometimes... They were worshipped where Demeter was the flip side, 
like the older half of Persephone. So they were just celebrated as the two halves of the year. Ah, okay. Yeah. Um, they had a lot of cults uh, mm. for them. And again, like I said, she was almost always, always uh, celebrated with her daughter. Okay. And she was um, a underworld deity as well, okay. even though she really herself wasn't, uh, which may have something to do with the whole Persephone right. thing. Uh, she only has the one child, Persephone. Mm-hmm. Um, she did She did foster a child uh, who became a king in Sparta. Um, she, tr- <laughs> she was trying to repay somebody's kindness and noticed that they had a child. They had been good to her when she was in her crone form looking for her daughter. So she tried to bathe the child in the fire to give it immortality the mortal the mortal parents freaked out because it looked like she was putting their baby in the fire (laughs) knocked the baby out of her hands so she didn't offer the gift again but she did watch over this child for the rest of its life um again she doesn't have a lot of revenge stories um she really was connected with just uh you know the earth and with the harvest. Right. She's also yeah. celebrated a lot with Dionysus. Okay. Because Dionysus is considered a harvest deity as well because of the grapes and that sure. being so important. So she's definitely celebrated with um, Dionysus and with Persephone. Sometimes with Hades too. It depends on the ritual. Okay. Um, there is a play that they used to do in ancient uh, Greek where um, they would have somebody be Demeter, somebody be Persephone, and somebody be Hades. Hades would sleep with both of the women. And if there was a child that came from it, it was like the king. (laughs) Sorry about that, everybody. The Zoom's cut out, so we're back in it with a baby at a festival. It's the king. And it's the king. Right. If there's a baby born, that's that's a good way to choose your king. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's no dumber than divine right. It's not really more (laughs) logical sense than like the Europeans did. Right. And I mean, if you have to do it, I was like, ah, you know, I mean, at least, at least you're guaranteed that Hades, whoever you think to be Hades is the dad. Right. Um, the only other thing she did, and this is really because of her hate, (laughs) um, it's just weird to say anything. She she killed um, she punished a king called Lemos uh, by giving him the spirit of unrelenting and insatiable un- hunger to enter his stomach. So every time he ate, the hungrier he became. Okay. And he eventually sold all his possessions to buy food, but he was still hungry. Um, and then he sold his own daughter into slavery. Um, and finally, they killed him. Mm. Yeah, uh, because. <laughs> She killed him because he sold his daughter to Poseidon. <laughs> and she's like, well. <laughs> it's quite a pip. And the reason, the reason she ended up punishing him was because he, he kept trying to build his kingdom bitter, bigger and he chopped down all the trees in the area and the nymphs were dying. And, okay. you know, Demeter didn't like that. Right. So she doesn't... Okay, so pop culture, she's not going to score as high as Avestia's here. Um, well, because 
She is in the Percy Jackson books, but very little. Um, There is one thing, I think it was North Carolina. Their their seal is actually her. Oh. Um, Other than that, she doesn't have... You'd think she'd have a bigger following these days. That's also the problem we've, we're learning. Like, I guess we're kind of nerds too, but you would think with a lot of these gods, you're like, oh, well, people still have to know who they are. But it's really the small ones that end up being the most famous now. It's, it's very huh. strange. Um, she, yeah, she doesn't have, there is, there was like a grain company that is no longer in operation that used her, but she doesn't really have like a, like a, she's not in video games. I don't think she was in the Hercules movies. Okay. Um, yeah, that's the other thing is usually What's the, the Roman name. Her Roman name is Ceres. Okay. Like cereal. Okay. Um, but no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Although it doesn't help. I'm seeing like etymology there, you know, more right. Like Ceres and cereal. And being like, a goddess of agriculture and grain. Right. Exactly. But nope. I would, I would say her story is bigger than her. Okay. You know. Yeah. It's all about the story. Um, It is. That's that's what people like. Even you, you were like, "Oh, isn't she the one that you know?" So I think her story precedes her. Okay. So that's Demeter. Any questions? Have any questions? (laughs) No, I'm good. Well, Well, it's up to you. You got to pick one. Okay, it's. It, I, I'm sorry, but it's got to be Hephaestus. Wow. <laughs> I, I work in farming. Wait, oh, Danny, okay. there were points toward Demeter because I work in farming and I understand how important, uh, you know, making your sacrifices to the gods of agriculture <laughs> is going to be to ensure a good harvest every autumn. Uh, I I do understand that. But in the end, the stories for Hephaestus, not just the pop culture points. Um, <laughs> did have good know, stories. I'm sorry, you have, the, you have the story about the trap with the, the bed going up, you know. Sort of, and I knew it. Can point and laugh. I you thought to myself, my pegging joke was really going to land here. Um, <laughs> I was like, I got my audience. He <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, did have the better stories. Yeah. So, and I do remember this because when I was a kid, I was like really into comics and like science fiction and stuff. And so librarian, well-meaning librarians always told me, you should try Greek mythology. Mm. And um, the issue I always had with it was it wasn't narrative enough. Mm. There was never any sense of like when these things happened. They just were assumed to, and again, like, as an adult, I get it because these were stories told over hundreds of years, you know, orally. So there's not a real good way to, to have a narrative through line with that. So, yes, I'm sure the Greeks assume that all this stuff happened sometime in the past. Right. right? <laughs> um, but it was hard. I was the kind of kid that needed narrative. I needed a beginning, a middle and an end. So, um, yes, Um while I can appreciate the abstract of the goddess of the harvest, there are actual stories for Hephaestus. So. Yes, yes. He, he, 
I'm not going to lie. I think, I think doing his, his episode that we did was probably one of the ones that we laughed and had the, uh, the most fun with. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, especially when we got to the story of him and Athena, I think we just lost it. <laughs> became like five year olds. It was, it was crazy. I was like, wait, wait, what happened? <laughs> because our format was that whoever had what God or goddess, the other person didn't look it up. So like, it was a complete mystery to me when she came in to talk about Hephaestus and tell me these stories. <laughs> Although, Danny, I will say again, in, in the favor for uh, Demeter is, you know, the ancient version of taboo porn. Yes. You know. Yes. Um, yeah. I'm sure she could find a following on FetLife. Yep. Um. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Hephaestus for the win. Who's he going to, who's going to be up next? Teresa. Um, let's see. She's got to plug it into her little computer. then. I do. That's right. I keep it near the top now because otherwise it's bad. He's, uh, he's taking on Carolina State. Um, yes. <laughs> he is taking on Carolina State is also Dionysus, the god of wine. Okay. Wait, what? He's going against Dionysus? Yeah. That's tough. Uh, that's going to be. Dionysus just won like last time. Wow. Well, oh, so that's who's in the bracket. So you have Hades oh, oh, oh. versus Poseidon. And Dionysus versus Hephaestus, but the Hephaestus. next episode we record is Hestia, the goddess of the hearth and the firstborn, versus Zeus, uh, Jesus, the god of the gods <laughs> and the lastborn, the baby. He's a wee baby. Oh, oh my god! And he acts Poor like Hestia. a wee baby. <laughs> Poor Hestia. So, so that's the uh, that's the sixteen seed against the one seed, right? Uh. No, she is the number two versus the number 15. Oh. Zeus is the number 15 seeded? Mm-hmm. Wow. He didn't score, you know, I gotta tell you, they didn't score, these these bottom seeds, didn't score as high as I thought they would have. Like, you would have thought he would have been a top-rung guy. Sure. Not even but he course. was very rapey. Oh, uh, that's fair. And his so stories we... weren't even that interesting. Zeus's? Yeah. No, they were all rape. They were all rape. Even okay. the, had even like ten weren't. rape stories. Yeah, but even if they were, yeah. But I mean, how many, how many times can you like dress it up? Like he turned into a bird. He was a bull. He was like a peacock. Like that was every story. Right. Even if everybody was on board with it, it's still like the same like furry fantasy right. over and over again. Sure. Right. It was just bestiality, 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 bestiality. Like you can't. You can't dress up a pig and call it Zeus. I'm just saying. <laughs> He's going to try that next time. <sighs> that was the only one he hadn't tried. He likes birds. He's a bird guy. And cows. Oh, Lord. Uh, I've, I've talked to furries on my podcast. They're very nice people. Oh, yeah. Well, they're not no. raping people. No. Zeus is raping people. That's different. <laughs> He's He's only like... Yeah, he, you know what I actually found out in telling these 10 stories was he liked to pretend like he was a heart animal. And then, um, in fact, that's how he got Hera. Uh, he pretended he was a hurt bird and she went out to take care of him and he jumped her. Okay. So yeah, he was real sneaky. <laughs> and also, that's, I feel uh, like... That, that, feels, you know, that feels a little uh, serial killer-y. 
Right. And I also feel like, why didn't any of these other women say, hey, if you see a hurt bird, maybe don't touch it. (laughs) (laughs) Because they also, they asked, they asked Letta and she was like, if you see a hurt bird, touch it. Right. She's she's the only one that liked it. She was so into it. The swan one. (laughs) She's like, well, I wasn't doing anything this afternoon anyway. (laughs) Yeah, we were, we were like, Teresa, Teresa scores really low. <laughs> she gives away these points. She's, She's like, oh. I don't give away the points. I don't give away the points. But <laughs> I usually, some for some reason, I usually have either the really dark gods or the slutty ones. Okay. Like I had Aphrodite and Zeus. That's, that's Greek mythology, though. I, mean, I that's, know. Yeah. Everybody's so I would, horny, I would, you know. Everybody was horny. Yeah. They were all horny. Except uh, Athena. Right. <laughs> My favorite toe too was uh, Aphrodite. Basically, it was said that she slept with every every Olympian except Athena and Zeus. <laughs> except so Athena. I was like, all right, well, at least they're acknowledging that. Yeah, she didn't sleep with her dad. She didn't sleep with Athena. <laughs> well, that's a relief. At <laughs> least like, somebody oh. didn't sleep with their dad in this. Yeah, yeah. Wait, one wait, of the wait, ones. Wait. Does that make her pantheon sexual? No. Oh! Oh! <laughs> <laughs> that was, oh, that was an excellent one. <laughs> God damn it, Max. <laughs> Danny's dead. <laughs> that was great. That was excellent. That was well done. Well, All right, well. Danny and I once had a conversation about pansexuality and confusion yes. over the term. Yeah, I'm always confused. I'm confused. <laughs> I think I think I'm so forward thinking, and and then a word comes out, and I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. And is. sometimes googling it does not help. <laughs> no, safe search on. <laughs> no, it makes it worse. <laughs> All right. Okay. okay. So. So Max. Go on. Go ahead. Max, thank you for coming. Uh, oh, you're quite welcome. And you want to say the names of your podcasts yes. again? Yes. And where uh, to find them? Okay. You can find all of them wherever you find podcasts. Uh, the sexuality one is Off the Cuffs, a Pink and BDSM podcast. The wrestling one is WKIF Wrestling Network. And yeah, um, I give all my, and you know, Google them if you want to find me on social media. Please. I'll put a link in the that. description. How about that? Oh. Thank you. Mm. She's the best. Teresa, genuinely, I need a guest this week if you want to do the wrestling one. Oh. When <laughs> do is it? it. It was fun. Uh, usually record Sundays, but, you know, just mm. text me, get, you know, my information from Danny. Email me. You have my email. Email me and text me. Okay. Uh, and I'll send you the show we're going to watch. Ooh. Okay. Uh, right. You can find this very podcast on Facebook, Instagram, Gmail. At Last God Standing Pod. And Facebook is just Last God Standing. Everywhere else is Last God Standing Pod. Twitter, uh, Last God Stand Pod. We are hosted by Podbean at lastgodstanding.podbean.com. Uh, we have merch at Tee Public. And thank you to Mike Jacino, who wrote our theme music. And Danny says. Danny says, thank you, listeners. Like, share, and subscribe. Thank you, Max, again. Welcome. Have a good week. Bye. Bye. Bye.